Let's go to the Dudemaker Hotline and bring on the one and only C. Joseph Doyle, who is the president of the Catholic Action League of uh, uh, Massachusetts and is also a, uh, the, the spoke, spokesman for the Friends of the St. Benedict Center. And we're going to talk about the dirty trick that was revealed by whistleblower Kyle Serafin uh, against traditional, radical traditional Catholics, as they said, and they made a target of the slaves to the Immaculate Heart. And uh, we're always uh, blessed to have uh, Joe's knowledge on this, and he has a, a greater knowledge than I, than I do, and most anyone does, uh, on, on this. Joe, welcome back to the program. How are you, my friend? I'm very well, uh, Mike. Glad to be here, as always. Joe, your memo yesterday, your, your, your press release from the Catholic Action League, says everything that I wish I would have thought of to say about it. And then to read Brother Andre Marie's statement on it at the Catholicism.org website, I think really puts a point on this. This is not a game. This is serious stuff involving serious acts of just diabolical tyranny here. And the only reason that we know about it is because they got caught. If they hadn't, exactly. if, yeah, if the whistleblower hadn't blown the whistle, this would be proceeding. And who knows? Maybe they just say, "Well, we'll just we'll, we'll, look. We'll let it die down, and then, yeah, you can go forward with the operation." This is real stuff, and it's real bad stuff. Yeah, absolutely. There was a statement by the from the St. Benedict Center on the Catholicism.org website. There was also a news release from the Friends of St. Benedict Center, and another one from the Catholic Action League. And by the way, they, they said when they withdrew the memo that, it, that it, 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 uh, it failed to live up to the FBI's exacting standard, particularly the exacting standard about not getting caught. You know, so this is really something that uh, they, uh, uh, they, you know, it, it, as you say, it, it, because it was leaked, it was withdrawn. Uh, what happened was this, uh, it, so your uh, listeners understand, is that the uh, Richmond, Virginia office of the FBI produced a memo which essentially recycled and repeated all the talking points of the long discredited, you know, systemically corrupt, uh, far left wing um, uh, uh, Southern Poverty Law Center, you know, which is a which is a um, a, uh, a profit making um, uh, scam uh, intended to um, that, that that monetizes left wing paranoia by um, uh, by inciting you know uh, hatred and, and contempt of, uh, of of social conservatives. So this is a, this is again a long discredited organization. They basically took uh, 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 previous um, statements made by the SPLC, and they and they created an appendix to the memo where they listed nine groups as hate groups, and the hate groups included three you know well known conservative uh, traditional Catholic publications, Catholic Family News, The Remnant, and Culture Wars, uh, about four websites including Tradition in Action, uh, The Spirit of Chatra, Christer Chaos, and Catholic Apologetics International. The very well known. Marian Apostolate, founded by Father Nicholas Gruner, the Fatima Center, and one religious community, the Slaves of the Immaculate Heart of Mary of St. Benedict Center in Richmond, New Hampshire. And uh, it suggested these groups, and a tenth group, that, that's of course Church Militants, uh, the Catholic uh, website and news um, uh, website and, uh, and podcast source, um, as, um, as groups that, that were essentially needed what they called, one, assessment, quote-unquote, secondly, uh, mitigation, and thirdly, uh, uh, source recruitment. Assessment, of course, means surveillance. Uh, threat mitigation means countermeasures. And source recruitment means the, the acquisition of confidential informants. So that they were talking about not only surveilling and countering these groups, but infiltrating them. 
so this is really a, a something that you would expect from uh, you know a communist government in uh, post World War II Eastern Europe, rather than the the, the uh, federal constitutional republic known as the United States of America. So this is really this represents a, a really uh, 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 they talk about radical. This represents a, a radical departure away from our constitutional uh, republic in, in the direction of a totalitarian regime. And it's very, very chilling. It's a chilling assault on, uh, on First Amendment freedoms, on religious freedom. And it's a really egregious, uh, an egregious example of, the, of, the, of, of what happens when, uh, when law enforcement is, is politicized. And, uh, and of course, they, 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 it's, it's openly ideological. They, they, were, they were targeting these groups because of their traditional moral and religious beliefs. The memo even mentioned that they opposed uh, abortion rights and LGBTQ protections, which, of course, makes them enemies of the state now under the, uh, under the Biden administration. So this is really um, um, uh, an appalling thing. By the way, the SBLC has a long Southern Party Law Center. Uh, as I said, it's, it's a lucrative bunco scheme, and, uh, but it also has contacts with uh, law enforcement and the media, and it's treated as kind of the... Uh, the arbiter of who and who isn't a hate group. And uh, they have a long history of demonizing um, traditional Catholics. They said traditional Catholics are the, are the principal institutional source of anti-Semitism today, a complete lie. And, and the, the, some of the things they said are, are, are ludicrously absurd, that they suggested that traditional Catholic nuns engage in martial arts training. I never heard of that one before. <laughs> Me neither. And, that, and, and, and uh, Catholic monasteries are uh, repositories of, of automatic weapons. So this is really, uh, uh, again, this is a kind of uh, communist propaganda, uh, Nazi propaganda that's intended to demonize someone before you uh, destroy them, before you suppress them, before you take away their rights. Uh, so this is really a, the idea that somebody in the FBI actually takes seriously this, uh, this completely discredited, corrupt group, Southern Poverty Law Center, is very disturbing on its own. Obviously, the, the, the person who also wrote this memo, and by the way, this isn't some kind of rogue agent that just... Uh, uh, came up with this on his own. That this this memo was approved by the chief counsel of the Richmond, um, Virginia, the Virginia FBI office. That's so right. It it, it 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 was approved. But it was an official statement by the uh, by one of the field offices of the FBI. So, uh, what kind of person comes up with this? Obviously, somebody who's woke, somebody who who views any attack on uh, on on, a, on any opposition to abortion. Or, or any opposition to the homosexual agenda as somehow subversive and, and un-American, and uh, of course, and they, and they tried to link church militants to uh, various extremist groups. Uh, they tried to link uh, 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 all the other groups to uh, to white, so-called white supremacists, whatever that is, and white nationalists. So, uh, just think about, just unpack this for a moment. Think, of, uh, consider the thinking of the agent, agent or agents who produced this. Obviously, if you believe in traditional moral values, you must be an extremist, you must be a racist, uh, you must be a xenophobe and a bigot. Uh, so again, this is a, um, uh, you know, the Southern Poverty Law Center obviously had, uh, uh, had people in the FBI that, uh, that agreed with them on this. And, uh, and this is very, very disturbing, again, that they would take the Southern Poverty Law Center seriously as a credible source, and that they would obviously hold views themselves which uh, suggests that they, they essentially uh, embrace this uh, SPLC agenda this, uh, of, uh, of viewing uh, traditional Catholics as, uh, as, as enemies of American society. 
Yeah, and Joe, uh, you said think of uh, what was the thinking behind the agent who uh, filed this. Well, I, I would more like to focus on what he was not thinking because it's obvious he's a crappy investigator because if anyone yeah. actually looked into the, in, into the recent activities of Church Militant, and this is not a knock, and I'm not going to turn this into a formal about the Church Militant, but Church Militant, uh, in, especially in traditional circles, is known as uh, not being very friendly to the society. Society of St. Pius X, for example, um, right. uh, among other things. These, uh, Church Milton does not jump in bed with tradies. Now, they did interview Brother Andre after Bishop uh, Lebowski's actions and, uh, and, and follow uh, uh, George DeLayer's uh, actions against the center, unjust actions, when we hope to prove that someday in, in a form. Which is very good of them, I thought, yeah. Yeah, so they did come out and interview Brother. Um, uh, uh, but uh, from most people's perspective, they don't think the church militant is a traditionalist Catholic uh, group. Now, apparently, though, what had happened, when, again, this is just shoddy investigative work. So yeah. Michael Voris goes and shows up at a pro-life rally that Michelle Malkin is speaking at. And Michelle Malkin has loose ties to Nick Fuentes, America First. And, like, you know, I interviewed um, uh, Kyle uh, uh, Kyle Serafin yesterday on the program. I talked to him for 45 minutes. And he goes, like, this is just, I said, this is not good investigative work. He goes, it stinks. It's sloppy. It's beyond sloppy. Any investigation whatsoever, and only to dug beneath just the surface of rumor and quoting the Salon and the Atlantic, would have seen immediately. Number one, no, you wouldn't throw Church Millen in, into that uh, into that number. But even if you right. did, because of his uh, because of some uh, supposed um, affiliation with Nick Fuentes and America First, as Kyle said yesterday, the First Amendment says if you want to be an America Firster. You can be an America firster. If you want to be a white supremacist in your in your yard, you can be a white supremacist. There's the the the, the whole point of the exchange of ideas in the public square is that well is that you have the right of express of expression. Of course, we Catholics think that error doesn't have rights, but this was just slop, sloppy, sloppy work. Obviously written by someone who had an ideological agenda. I could go out on a limb and say, sounds to me like these. This is probably someone uh, who is not uh, who is not Christian and uh, probably has uh, uh, sexual proclivities that uh, that that aren't heteronormative, shall we say? But oh, as or, you s or, or or is post abortive. Yes, 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 that's right. But, but as you as you said, and as Kyle Serafin told us yesterday, he goes. The director of that office, who is an attorney, he had to stamp that seal of approval on it, and he did it. So this, to me, the retraction, Joe, is just a CYA. Yeah, yeah. And by the way, the, the FBI pointed out uh, during the, when they issued the statement regarding the retraction was that the FBI has no authority to open investigations of American citizens based on uh, uh, constitutionally protected First Amendment expressive activity. Which is which is accurate. It is also one of their protocols is they have they have distanced themselves from the Southern Poverty Law Center for at least ten years now and stopped treating it as, as a credible source. So the the, the the person or persons who uh, who produced this and the chief counsel and the head of the office who approved it clearly uh, violated the, the protocols of the FBI itself uh, by uh, by uh, essentially suggesting American citizens needed to be surveilled, monitored. Um, uh, Countermeasured and infiltrated, based upon their 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 sincerely held 
moral and, re- and religious beliefs, which is an outrage. Yeah, uh, Joe, did you read Brother Andre's uh, statement about this? Yes. Okay, I yeah, want to talk about... Very appropriate. Yes, yeah. it, it, it has a hostile tone because he has been damaged by this. And I imagine yeah. from a brother's point of, point of view, he's probably just a little weary of, of this and the same accusation that, is also, that has already been uh, uh, um, debunked. I just want to read from the statement. Most yeah. people won't know this. More than 15 years ago, when the SPLC first began its smear campaign against the slaves of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, we invited agents from the New Hampshire office of the FBI to visit the St. Benedict Center and to interview us about our religious life and our apostolate. Upon the conclusion of their visit, the two FBI agents assured us that they attached no credibility, none whatsoever, to the unfounded claims of the SPLC. Joe, I, I think I think the center actually might have some legal action, some le- some le- judicial recourse against this. You're an attorney. What what do you think? I'm not an attorney. I'm an honest citizen. Uh, oh, I, 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 I'm sorry I, I accused you of a crime. I just I, slandered I you. That, uh, <laughs> you heard the one, by the way, about the um, uh, a pope was kept waiting by St. Peter. when he, uh, uh, There was a pope and a lawyer entering the gates of heaven, and the pope was kept waiting by St. Peter, and he complained to St. Peter afterwards, and he said, well, we've had many popes, but we, this is the first attorney, you know. So that's why we let him go. Uh, uh, Brother Andre was entirely correct to point that out. Uh, It's an excellent statement, and um, it was. uh, It's it's a case. This is a case where you had FBI agents who were professional and courteous and impartial, and then competent at doing their jobs, which obviously is not the case of the people who either produced this, who both produced this memo and who approved it. And as you say, and as uh, Kyle Serafin has pointed out, it's also again very sloppy investigations. They simply decided to lump everyone together. They simply decided to make sweeping generalizations, which again suggests uh, an ideological agenda and and frankly suggests bigotry. Uh, uh, You you, you make distinctions, and uh, uh, they didn't do that here. They just took, they they made the the, the sweeping assertion, the sweeping assumption, and as we know, assumption is the mother of error. I mean, the sweeping assumption that because Catholics and, uh, and various other right-wing extremists hold certain uh, morally traditional views that they would naturally cooperate. Of course, you know, a- a- anyone who, who is uh, an, a Catholic in this country knows that groups like the Ku Klux Klan not only despised uh, African Americans, but they despised Jews and they despised Catholics. Yep. And they murdered Catholic priests and they burned crosses and they, um, uh, uh, you know, um, um, beat up Catholics, tarred and feathered Catholics. Uh, they were a violent anti-Catholic hate group in addition to being a racist group. So uh, you know, the idea that Catholics somehow have some connection with these people is a manifest absurdity. And um, it, it, it needs to be debunked. And obviously, it, it's, it's an example of, of not only, again, sloppy investi- investigating, but it's also an, an example of, uh, of, um, uh, of, of uh, uh, pervasive ignorance uh, and, again, uh, you know, uh, an ideological animus. Joe Doyle is the uh, uh, is the friends of the Saint Be- with the uh, friends of, of the Saint Benedict Center and uh, the uh, uh, director or the president of the Catholic Action League on our Duty Maker Hotline here with us. Uh, uh, something else that br- that that Brother Andre uh, uh, brings up here. Um, uh, what is especially rousing is the troubling, uh, especially troubling, is the decision of, of a Virgi- Virginia FBI officials to embrace as a credible source of systematically corrupt hate merchants of the SPLC. You know, as I was pointing out on yesterday's show, the the Southern Poverty Law Center is. Resp- 
responsible for the St. Benedict Center being removed from the Amazon donation charity program. Right. They are single-handedly responsible for telling Amazon that that the the center was a is at the time a hate group, and Amazon then removed. You know, you could make a purchase at Amazon, and you could say, "Look, we're going to give a dollar to to your your a charity that's listed here on the Amazon Heart Program or whatever they called it." And the Saint Benedict Center at one time was on there. It's not there any longer because of the SPLC. I might also point out that it was two, three, four years. Years ago, I forget the exact date, but the Southern Poverty Law Center fell into a greater, a greater state of infamy when it was revealed that the guy that was uh, that, that, that was the founder, and he ultimately had to, I believe, he resigned. Um, that the guy that was the founder, Marstees. Yes, this guy was a this guy was a pervert. He was. In, I mean, there's nothing clean about anything that comes out of the Southern Poverty Law Center. Uh, and let's not let's not forget the shooting at the Family Research Council right. after they demonized them, a mainstream conservative group, which they demonized as a hate group, and uh, some lunatic uh, acting upon uh, the, uh, the the disinformation, the false information provided by the SPLC, uh, went and uh, and shot someone at the uh, uh, at the uh, Family Research Council in Washington. And I would also point out, uh, uh, or just a, a lament, where is the Catholic, the, the, the hierarchy Catholic clergy on this? Bishop Lebowski may think what he thinks about what the slaves to the Immaculate Heart have done or are doing in his diocese, but they are not, uh, they're, they're not in a, in a, in a, uh, I want to choose my words correct, uh, very carefully here. Um, they're not in a. They're, 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 as practicing Catholics, they still go to mass in his in his diocese. Okay, they still right. get, they get the sacraments. They go to mass there. Uh, they, uh, they they go to confession. Uh, should someone or a child be born near the center, because that is a community there. You know, this doesn't just affect the slaves. If the slaves are accused, well, then the people that live down the street that you and I know. By proxy, these people do proxy accusations all the time. Are also accused. You know, it would just be uh, it, it, it would be an honorable thing to do, from my point of view. Maybe he'll do it today, or maybe some this weekend, for their bishop to say, "Look, we have we've had our differences with these people, but I these people are under my care as a bishop, and I have no knowledge of any of this activity that you're talking about here." Well, he does have knowledge of it, uh, actually, uh, uh, Mike, and uh, the Diocese of Manchester is complicit in the demonization of the slaves of the Evangelical of Hattamary as a hate group. Right. Uh, his judicial vicar, um, uh, George DeLayer, has apparently uh, referenced this uh, many times in, uh, in court filings. Uh, we know that uh, um, DeLayer's press agent, uh, the former uh, union leader, Stringer uh, Damian Fisher, uh, repeated this in every single story. He did, I don't know, a dozen stories. On the on the St. Benedict Center, yep. uh, every time bringing up the Southern Poverty Law Center, uh, categorizing them as a hate group, uh, and again, uh, there seems to be a, a very close relationship between, or there was a very close relationship between Delaire and Fisher. So uh, you you have uh, one of the highest ranking officials of the uh, of the Roman Catholic Diocese of Manchester essentially uh, um, abetting uh, the, this this campaign of demonization against a, a humble, faithful, modest uh, Catholic religious community. So this is a disgrace, and I think it's a disgrace that Bishop Labasi has allowed this, and uh, and uh, apparently uh, is uh, completely comfortable 
with the uh, 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 Father Delaire's uh, uh, attempts to uh, defame and discredit and uh, and demonize uh, the St. Benedict Center. And while the FBI is busy chasing uh, E. Michael Jones and Michael Matt and, uh, uh, and now the slaves of the Immaculate Heart, as Avita uh, uh, Duffy points out of the Federalists, there have been uh, only a handful of arrests and sparse investi- uh, invest- investigation related to the nearly 100 attacks on pro-life organizations and churches at the hands of pro-abortion domestic terrorists in 2022. You and I talked about this. 120, 126 attacks, two indictments. Two. 126 attacks and two indictments. Yeah. And that's yeah, how serious, that. right. So they don't take this, they, they, <laughs> they're chasing goblins here, hobgoblins, yeah. while real crimes are actually happening to real good people. I, I, I think that's an excellent point, Mike, and it, it really goes to the kind of corruption that pervades the FBI nowadays. Uh, here, here, this memo is essentially targeting people for their beliefs, for their, for their moral and religious beliefs, while people who actually engage in crimes such as arson and vandalism and, uh, and essentially, domestic terrorism are uh, are, are, are are getting a, a, a somewhat low key, relaxed response. I mean, it seems that the it, there's been two indictments regarding one facility uh, in Florida, and it seems to be that this could be again a, a case of CYA because there's this pressure on the bureau to do something. But for the most part, uh, you know, and these are, by the way, uh, attacks on, on crisis pregnancy centers are, are are face violations. They're violations of the federal uh, um, uh, access to uh, uh, clinic entrances, uh, and which have very severe penalties. And as you know, pro-lifers, and this is another aspect of it, uh, pro-lifers are now being kind of retrospectively, uh, retrospectively targeted by the FBI. You had this uh, gentleman, Mr. Hoke, in uh, Philadelphia, who yep. had uh, the, uh, a case who uh, defended his 12-year-old son, uh, 12-year-old son when a Planned Parenthood clinic escort uh, uh, you know, uh, got in his face and began to verbally abuse him. And, uh, and because the fellow was pushed away and fell down, uh, 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 now the, the FBI attempted to put him in jail for 11 years. Now, what happened here, by the way, it's important to point out, is uh, the, uh, the, the, the case was dismissed by the local courts, and then they went, uh, you know, I think it's called scavenging, where you go where a, a federal prosecutor goes back and reviews these cases and looks for an opportunity uh, to, uh, to essentially engage in a, in a politically motivated prosecution, which it, which it was the case here. And thank God the jury in, in liberal Philadelphia, by the way, uh, uh, ended up, um, ended up uh, acquitting him. But this is another case, and there's something like 11 other pro-lifers that have been arrested for FACE Act violations. So we have the Biden administration targeting pro-lifers uh, for, at best, civil disobedience. So in the case of Mr. Hope, there was no civil disobedience at all. He was merely defending his son. At the same time, uh, you have, you know, over 100 uh, attacks. And by the way, that, that's uh, uh, clinics. There's also uh, Catholic churches have been attacked. That's right. And, uh, again, a very kind of relaxed, low-key, um, uh, non-priority approach to, uh, to uh, physical attacks on churches and crisis pregnancy centers. So this is really, uh, you know, this is the third worlding of America. And, and I, I don't speak in terms of demographics here. I speak in terms of politics, uh, because this is the kind of... Uh, of, uh, of politicized law enforcement that you expect to see in a third world country, not in the in the uh, in in the leader of the free world.
Uh, Joe Doyle of the Catholic Action League of uh, Massachusetts on our Doomaker Hotline here with us. Joe, I want to read you from a, 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 just a, a, a brief excerpt from a, a, a Vita Duffy Alonzo. And, and this is an important point. I think we can close on this. This may be the most important point. People go like, yeah, but they can, they withdrew it. And, and, and uh, you, know, you guys are making a big stink out of nothing. There's just one rogue agent that did this. Nothing's going to become of that. Don't you ever think that. Because let me remind you, as Avita writes, the FBI launched the Russia collusion hoax against President Donald Trump by lying to a secret court about the credibility of Christopher Steele, the author of the now completely debunked Russian disinformation dossier. Don't ever forget that the whole Russia, Russia, Russia hoax that that ultimately led to part of the case that they used to try and impeach President Trump that was based on an abject lie. It didn't, the dossier was a fraud, and yet they presented it in court. They harassed, they still harass and hound Trump over Russia, Russia, Russia. So the fact that there's no facts and there's no there there, and there's smoke, but there's no fire from this now, uh, this retraction, memo, Joe, that shouldn't matter to anyone because facts don't matter. When you're talking about going after people that the deep state doesn't want around, the facts don't matter. They should apologize to Joe McCarthy and J. Edgar Hoover because neither of those guys did anything remotely comparable to what's going on today. Again, it's a completely uh, a politicized law enforcement agency now, and, and it, it serves a political agenda. Perhaps it serves its own bureaucratic agenda, and perhaps uh, it's a case of it, it isn't so much it's, uh, it, it's reflecting the views of the Biden administration, it's, it's reflecting the, uh, uh, the institutional uh, interests and the uh, and the, uh, the the the, uh, the prevailing uh, uh, value system of the people who run it. I mean, this is uh, there was no Biden administration when the FBI started this Russia collusion hoax. There was a a a, 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 a Obama administration. Perhaps they were reflecting that. But clearly, you have a, a corruption at the at the very highest levels of, of the agency. Uh, this is a, a case where uh, uh, you know what was an organization that had a reputation comparable to the Marine Corps as a, uh, uh, one of the key defenders of, of, of the American way of life is now uh, 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 something that you, you, you would expect in, uh, in, in, in Egypt or some Middle Eastern <laughs> country or some African country in terms of, or again, some communist country in terms of uh, simply framing people it, 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 uh, it views as undesirable. This is really, uh, again, it's a, uh, it, it's, you know, you, you wonder whether, uh, you know, a future Edward Gibbon, who who placed the decline and fall of the Roman Empire as beginning in in 180 A.D., will 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 assign perhaps 220 A.D. as the the beginning of the decline and fall of the American Republic. I don't know. This yeah. is just um, it, it, these are un-American things uh, that not only unethical and immoral and unlawful. They're, they're they're a complete departure from our constitutional traditions. And it seems that our our old republic is failing. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more on all that. One more point, Joe. You know this. You've been uh, you've been a Latin Mass Catholic uh, for a long time. I've been a Latin Mass Catholic since 2012, 2013, early part of 2013. If there was a dangerous white nationalist extremist in our TLM parish or congregation or group or society or whatever you want to call it, call it, we would rat them out. 
I would turn oh. them in. They would never go beyond, there's something wrong with that guy. We are sitting down and talk to him. And if we don't get anywhere with him, then we're going to have to go to the next level with this because it's the right thing to do. We would rat him out. I think it's also important to point out that unlike some you know, bourgeois, suburban, affluent, liberal uh, Catholic, Novus Ordo Catholic parishes, uh, the average traditional mass is, is much more, to use a horrible modern liberal world, diverse. I, I remember, um, you know, I'm from Eccleston Square in Roxbury in Boston, and I remember a, gen- a Haitian gentleman I knew growing up by the name of Andrew Joseph, but I hadn't seen him in years, and one day I walked into Holy Trinity in, in, uh, for the traditional mass, and there he was. Um, so it was, uh, you, you, have, uh, you have Hispanics that go to the traditional mass, you have Haitians, uh, Vietnamese, uh, whole, the whole plethora of different Catholic uh, ethnic groups. So it was, uh, it, 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 it's a great deal more diverse and integrated than uh, I, I think the, uh, the, the average kind of uh, you know, mainstream Protestant and Novus Ordo Catholic parish. Uh, Joe, we're just one month away uh, from uh, you and I's annual visit on St. Patrick's Day, and so we'll talk about the slaves at Immaculate Heart. We'll talk about the Boston, uh, the the formerly great Boston St. Patrick's Day parade, the formerly great Catholic traditions that were uh, that were dominant in Catholic Boston. So uh, we look forward to seeing you, uh, uh, if not sooner, and I hope not under these circumstances. <laughs> <laughs> Amendment still obtains uh, because it's, it's obviously it's under attack. By the way, I don't know if you heard uh, uh, the U.S. Labor Secretary, who was uh, Marty Walsh, who was mayor of Boston, was the guy who destroyed the St. Patrick's Day parade and turned it over basically to to a homosexual group. Uh, he's leaving, uh, and he's going to become uh, the I guess the uh, the uh, the head of the National Hockey Players Union, and he's going to get about a fifteen fold increase in his salary from about $275,000 to something like $3.5 million, which tells us really about the, the whole story of American politics today. No one goes into politics anymore for a political career. They go into politics to credential themselves so they can get a more lucrative job in the private sector. That's right. So again, it's, uh, you know, Hillary Belloc, the great Catholic historian, talked about what we call modern Western democracies are actually oligarchies, and they're a particular kind of oligarchy. They're plutocracies where the money power rules. And that's the case. You know, you have, again, very, very few, even the military, too. Guys don't retire at 64, they retire at 54 and join the, the board of Lockheed Martin. That's right. So we, 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 see, we see a kind of pervasive corruption among the elites, where now it's, um, it, it's eventually all public service, whether civil or military, uh, ultimately has a, it, it looks forward to a golden parachute of, uh, of, um, of, um, of, great, of great profit and wealth in corporate America. So okay. again, it's another, it's another sign of the decline of our civilization. I'll give you so two. I don't, I, don't, I don't want to depress your... Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll give you two great examples of that right here in Louisiana. Former former United States Senator Mary Landry and former Speaker of the House for a very short time and my Congressman Bob Livingston are making 15 times what they made when they were in Congress working yeah. on K Street. Yeah. Both yeah. of it's, them. It's the, yeah, it, state legislators here again. You had I, I worked for a state legislator, Jim Craven, who was chairman of the Democratic Party in Boston and was the dean of the House, and he was in for thirty years. That's unheard of now. No, no one they, they go in for a few years and become a lobbyist. You know, this is um, um, again an example. And of course, who are they working for when they're in office? Because they're thinking of their future. So obviously, they're not going to oppose any kind of corporate interest because that that same corporate interest is their future employer. That's exactly so, um, you know. You remember Norman Schwarzkopf, Storman Norman? I do. George Bush offered him the highest gift any, any military officer could receive. He offered to make him chief of staff of the United States Army, and he turned it down to write a best-selling book and to become a media consultant for ABC News. 
So this is um, this is this is again uh, an example of uh, imagine Douglas MacArthur turning that down to become uh, to go into uh, the corporate world. No, this is again an example of uh, of the um, uh, of, of uh, people talk about the, the woke left. It's really a. Uh, and socialists—they're the biggest bunch of capitalists you'd ever run into. Yes, they are. You know, I was a little boy, Joe. I grew up in my schooling years in Virginia Beach, Virginia, and I can remember when I was a little boy. One of our field trips, and in third or fourth grade—I don't remember which grade—was we all got on a bus and we got a tour of the MacArthur Memorial. So you know, if people and people forget about great men uh, that uh, like like uh, like I said Joseph, like Douglas MacArthur, um, uh, who, who I think his memorial is still still there in Norfolk, Virginia. I want to say, um, but right. yeah, as, as a kid though, you know, you, you you get to go see these things. Today, you know, they go on a field trip and and, and they go to a they go to a Sam, Sam so they can stare at a box of wrap snacks and Snoop Dogg. So. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> None of this is good, but we have to maintain our sense of humor about it. If we don't maintain our our sense our joy, the thing that angers them the most is that we're look. You do what you do what you do to us. We're just going to offer it up, okay? If, if, if and I know that the brothers and sisters, the slaves, the Magdalene, God bless them. That that's exactly what they're doing with all the calumny that has been hurled at these wonderful people. And if you ever just want to see for yourself, call send Brother Andre a note. B-A-M, BAM, Catholicism.org, say, I don't believe Mike Church and Joe Doyle and their flowery portraits of you, but I still like you, brother, and I want to see it for myself. Send him a note. He'll invite you to come pay a visit. And it won't be, and right. it won't be a Potemkin village either. You know, Sister Maria, right. Maria Philomena might put you to work. <laughs> she might put you to work slopping hogs or collecting eggs from the chickens. So That's right. <laughs> don't, don't take our... And look, and this is what we need to show in the face of this, I think, Joe. We need to show that light of Christ, the joy light. Look, our Lord told us, if they did this to me, me they're going to do it to you. You should expect them to do it, and you should be ecstatic. You should be filled with joy when they do it to you, because know that you're following me, and that's why they're doing it to you. So we must the, keep... The servant is not greater than the master. That's right. So we, we must keep our sense of humor and our cool about this, and not get angry, because that's that's what the enemy, that's what they want us to do. He is a Joseph Doyle. Joe, give your contact info out for our, our listeners to contact you and, and support your wonderful apostolate. Sure. It's uh, the Catholic Action League of Massachusetts. It's, it's, uh, it's uh, catholicactionleague at gmail.com. That's catholicactionleague at gmail.com. You can also call us at 617-524-6309. That's 617-524-6309. And also, if you want to reach the Friends of St. Benedict Center, it's the Friends of the SBC at gmail.com. Again, the Friends of the SBC at uh, gmail.com. All right, Joe, God bless you. Thank you for your great work, and appreciate you taking your time out and being generous with it today. We'll talk soon. God bless look, you, brother. I look forward to talking to you at, uh, around St. Patrick's Day, Mike. Okay, Good we'll luck. do it. <laughs> All right, Joe, talk soon. Uh, 